0: Welcome, Welcome, guys, gals, and, and non-binary, non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to
1: I Couldn't Help But Podcast.
0: Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montelongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. And then I said, no, that's not Crocodile Dundee. That's my wife. (laughs) 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 Oh, hey there, everybody.
1: (laughs) Hey,
0: guys. I almost threw up. That was great.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: Paige, how are you doing? Oh, my
1: God. So much has happened since the last episode. Well... You and I were in a movie. A movie? A totally awesome movie coming probably not to a theater near you soon because it's sort of independent, but awesome. Um,
0: That's a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot.
1: Uh, It's called No More. You can check it out at nomore-thefilm.com. Joe is prettier than I am, so he has a bigger role. I have a lot. Not by much. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't see yourself on camera gorgeous.
0: You're right. I didn't. I was too busy fucking cackling and writing a web series in my head. (laughs) With my new friend Shanice. (laughs) Shanice.
1: There, it's great. It is going to be an amazing movie. Uh, Bourne Productions is putting it on and Tyler who runs Bourne Productions his lighting and the way that he shoots things are so gorgeous. That lighting
0: was so dynamic and once like when er- filming moved to different parts of the house, we would all try to go to where the cute lighting was and take like glamorous, weird photos. <laughs> it was my absolute favorite thing.
1: It was, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of people that I bonded with and a lot of people that I met that I really liked. There are a lot of, um, that's not true. I was going to say there are a lot of dudes, but I'm just going to call out the one. There is one dude <laughs> that. Totally could not understand when girls were flirting with him. Adorable. And it totally cracked me and uh, Hannah up. Hannah, who guest out on our podcast a little bit ago. Um, but it was really, really fun. I really enjoyed myself. I think that I like um, doing movies more than I like doing theater. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I am currently stage managing a new show. And I was like, you know what? I miss theater. I miss having a project to work on where I'm like, I know how to play my part. I know how to do it well and this, is this, this. And then we filmed like for the past three weekends and then I filmed a commercial in October, in December and then I did a short film recently with one of my friends, Paul. And I was like, bro, I love this. I'm so here for this. Every part about this. I know how to set. I know what I'm doing. I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then I just went back into theater and I was like, I love watching theater and I love experiencing theater. Mm. I fucking hate sitting here and just Mm. doing it over and over and over again. Yeah. Which is potentially what film is, but just like, like that's where my heart and soul is.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like the downtime is so much more quality time on a film set. Mm -hmm. Like there isn't much downtime on an actual show because you're either rehearsing or you're performing. And so you don't, you almost don't even really get a chance to bond until you're in the show, like in production, like having the run of the show. And in the movies, like you don't really have rehearsal, you just have the movie. And so it's nothing but bonding because you're waiting for them to set up their amazing lighting.
0: Mm.
1: And so you can sit around and like talk and laugh and share stories and get to know people. And it's just so. Like it's more. I feel like it's a more bonding experience, and it's also way more exciting because you're always kind of waiting to be called to either be in front of the of the monitors, behind the monitors. Like it just depends on what you're doing. Because I did art direction for the movie, but I was also in the movie mm. um, more frequently than I would have liked. I don't really like acting, but if I'm going to act, I feel like I'd much rather act for film because it's not an immediate reaction from an audience. Got it. And I get too in my head if I'm hearing people respond. And so I like film in that sense. I would be more of a film actress than I would be
0: a stage actress. See, I like acting in theater because I like those reactions mm-hmm. I don't like being in front of people but when you do a good job and you feel it coming from the audience that feels good and you don't get the same energy in film but working behind the scenes in film mm-hmm. is what I was like Ugh, this is amazing, look at the, the equipment that they were setting up look at how well they were organized look at how everything was broken down mm-hmm. that's the nerdy shit that I like, that's where I know mm-hmm. where I want to be
1: Yeah, and I I found myself getting so lost in the language as we did this movie Mm -hmm. that legitimately I was at my show that I assistant-directed, Lion in Winter, and it was during intermission, and i was so tired because at that point I'd been up for like 35 hours (laughs) because we had an unexpected overnight for the movie, and there were a bunch of people that I could hear out in uh, the lobby during intermission getting a drink and they were being loud and it was my Pavlovian response at that point to be like quiet on the set for real because there were so there's so many young people in the movie (coughs) which is great I love young people but at the same time they don't listen
0: they oh my gosh there are certain scenes where I remember the director had to come out and say this is what we're doing. Don't do anything different. Just this, this, this. Just listen to what I'm saying. A, B, C, this is what you need to do. And people would be like, I have questions. And everybody always had questions. And then we we start <laughs> filming and everybody, someone would always fuck up something. And I'm like, how hard is it? <laughs> like, and it's not, not to shit on anybody, because every single part of, every person involved in the production is important. But like, if you have a non-speaking role and you're a background character don't ask questions. How hard is it for you to do the one thing you're assigned to do?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It kills me. The people that are like back behind this, like they're essentially background characters and they can't just like my thing, because I was essentially doing art direction, but we were really short on PA's, So I was PAing at the same time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's just yelling at everybody to shut up. I know it was part of
0: that problem. You were, but I love you anyway. I was but also, it just happens when you're with a cool bunch of people. And, like, I was, and that's what I'm very, very thankful for. So I was like, oh, man, it's building. And I would hear it, and I was like, okay, okay, you guys, let's be better than the other people. Let's be better than the other people. So anyways, yeah. and then when you're, like, everybody else getting yelled at, I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, shut up. <laughs>
1: anyways. At one point, the director did have to legitimately, like, come out to the group of people and be like, listen, we're saying quiet to the same people and like looked around, like directly made eye contact with people and said, you know who you are, you need to keep it down. And I was like, bitch, you got called out. Oh, I
0: love that. I love the director because she was so fucking cool and amazing on her shit. And she was not putting up with bullshit from other people. Mm-hmm. She was like, I know what I want. I just need you to give it to me. Mm-hmm. There was one time where um, we were setting up for a scene and she said, okay, what are the lines? I just want you to go through the lines mm-hmm. so that I can hear them and make sure that you're gone down the way it was supposed to. And then one of the one of the guys because it was a guy, was trying to say, oh, well, like, here are the lines, here are the orders, and blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, I know what the fucking lines are. I wrote the script. <laughs> I need you to say them so that I know that you know them. Yeah. I was like...
1: Get it. Yeah. I... Yes. Emily is life goals, for sure. Yes. I love her so much. The way that she is able to pull people together to make them work, to get to the point where every like everything looks great in this movie it's gonna be amazing like i don't even need to wait for them to edit it i know that it is going to look so freaking beautiful and i'm so excited for everybody to see it and hopefully if there's a screening we will let you guys know um (laughs) but it's i'm sure it'll be around at all the festivals we can do
0: a contest we can have like come with me, be my date to this film that yes. I am in or was a part of.
1: Yes. You guys, write in and tell us why you would like to be our dates.
0: Perfect. Our two listeners are gonna come. Yeah, And then I'm gonna take Neil and you can take my boyfriend.
1: Perfect. <laughs> Speaking
0: of relationship update, what's going on? What's the 411? What's the haps? How's Valentine's Day? What's that?
1: Oh yeah, we just had Valentine's Day. Um, So, the guy that I'm dating uh, is kind of screwed up what time we were going to dinner so we didn't end up having dinner reservations um but then he realized halfway through the day that he has um a comp to a local hotel and so we ended up having not so great dinner at a mexican cantina in the in the hotel
0: don't ever don't um, ever. I
1: was. It looked like it was promising. Was it
0: the Silver Legacy?
1: No, it wasn't the Silver Legacy. I'm not gonna say because I don't want to drag like an entire hotel. Um, but yeah, no, they no. have terrible food. <laughs> I just pointed to it out my window,
0: <laughs> but because yeah. of this beautiful look that we have, because of the
1: beautiful view. No, they but, yeah. have
0: horrible food.
1: Yeah, they're I I didn't know. We didn't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and you the, can
0: talk to we me. Were... I only eat at casinos exclusively. <laughs> I'll let you know where the good ones are.
1: We um, we plan on going to the steakhouse, mm-hmm. uh, but by the time we were able to get all of our shit together because he had to work late and I had to work late. It was like nine o'clock at night. And so oh, it was closed.
0: Right.
1: So we didn't end up getting steak. So I was just like, let's just go. Let's go to the Mexican restaurant, whatever. It's fine. And it was fun. Cause we watched the Olympics and can I just say there, I don't know what the name of the event was, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was just called the snowboard death run. <laughs> <laughs> because yes. I swear to God, they do a death drop right at the beginning of this race that, like, pops them up, like, super dip down, pops them up, and then they go batshit crazy <laughs> down a. I, I can't believe that no one died. I was like, we're going to watch someone die right here and right now. And we just, we sat and we had chips and salsa and fajitas and we watched the Olympics on the TV and it was, yeah, and it was fun. And then we went back to the room and we were going to go, so there's a gay bar, the patio that closed on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And we kind of sat around like hemming and hawing about whether or not we were going to go and visit since it was their last night. And we didn't because we got back to the hotel and he was kind of like oh I don't know like I kind of want to go but I kind of don't want to go and I was like okay well Titanic is on and I just took off my shoes so you're nasty uh, so I'm kind of done (laughs) so we like stayed up all night watching Titanic and like trading Titanic um (laughs) Backs. <laughs> That's
0: cute. <laughs> yeah. That is cute. I like that shit.
1: Yep. And then we pulled around a little and he tried to go further and I'm like, yeah, hey, you haven't had your STD test yet. So good night. <laughs> ah, I love it. Which we'll get into in this episode, actually. How was your Valentine's Day?
0: It was really nice. Uh, my boyfriend's best friend's birthday is on Valentine's Day. And he was like, yo, this year we're going to go celebrate with her and her family for dinner. And I was like, dude, that is not a problem. So we ended up going to breakfast at our favorite spot. And then we made a plan that later on we were going to take a day trip to Sacramento. Cute. And it was super fun. And so for Valentine's Day, we, um, we spent the night together, woke up. We were able to go to breakfast. And it's our favorite place in the entire world and everybody knows us there. And they were... They made special, like, Valentine's Day pancakes that were super cute. They Aww. cut a strawberry, made it look like a rose, decorated it beautifully. That's so cute! And we always sit at the counter, but we're like, you know what, let's get a booth. Like, let's make it
1: Let's make it intimate and cute, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then uh, the only booth that was open, they were taking the pictures, like, for the Instagram of the pancakes that they had made. hmm And they're like, oh my gosh, let's just close this off. And we're like, no, you can obviously take your time, but we can go sit somewhere else. Like, mm. if you're busy... It's fine. We don't need to sit there. They're like, no, 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 no. And they cleared off everything, and then we got to sit there. And then the girl who was attending us came back. She's like, do you know what? We, like, made these, but no one's going to eat them. We yeah. just made them for the photo. Do you guys want them? And um, we're like, ah. Yes. I don't even like pancakes, but fuck yeah, I'm going to eat them. This <laughs> is beautiful. I love you guys. And then it was just so fun. And then on our date trip to Sacramento, it was super nice. It was good to get away from everything because everybody's been super busy. Oh, with a bunch of projects, he's been going through some things, I've been going through some things, Mm -hmm. and it was nice just to take a break from the rest of the world and just relax. Mm -hmm. And I always forget that you can love someone, and, like, that's the connection, and you don't really focus on, like, being in a, being friends with someone that you love. You're just like, no, I love them, like, that's it. And then I was on the trip, and I forgot how much I liked my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, he is so good at communicating, he's super funny and super weird, that's just... It feels special to me, mm. and I'm always like, oh, this is cute. I like it." And we went to a restaurant that we went to on our first Valentine's that we spent together, mm. and it was right along the river. It was super beautiful. We decked out. It was delicious. But just having to do, have getting to do that little trip together uh, at no point did we argue. At no point did anything bad come up. It was just it was a was just pleasant a experience. Day. Yeah, I was oh. like, "This was nice. I needed this, and I'm very very excited that." This person who I care about a lot was able to provide it for me when I didn't recognize that this is what I needed. Mm -hmm. And that's how good he is. And I was like, ugh. That's so sweet. I like that kid. Fucking (laughs) bag of dicks.
1: He's so cute. He just posted the greatest little video of him clearing (laughs) off the snow. And it is the sweetest thing that I've ever seen. So if you are not following Joe on Instagram, you absolutely should be.
0: At Petty Prince Junior. That's P-E-T-T-Y Prince Jr. <laughs> but no, that th- so in that video, I'm sitting in the car mm-hmm. with the window behind me covered in snow because for some reason someone turned down the fucking temperature here in Reno. This is stupid, I hate this now. Yeah. Um but then my boyfriend was cleaning off his windows, and then I got him on surprise because he didn't know I was taking a video. And then he's clearing it off and then he sees the camera and then he just does this cute little smile. He's and so it is my cute. favorite <laughs> smile in the whole world. And I can never capture it in a photo. I can never capture it on film when I'm like telling him to pose. Mm-hmm. So that just came out organically. I'm like, that's the fucking smile that I absolutely live for.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, it is so cute.
0: I love We need it. to move on. I'm talking too many nice things. People are going to think I have feelings yeah, and they good ones.
1: Neil has already shut it off. <laughs> All right, so we are recapping season three, episode six, Are We Sluts?
0: And as soon as this hatto card came up, I was like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us what it's about.
1: uh, Well, Carrie wonders why Aiden is so slow to make any moves. Charlotte's new boy can't keep his mouth shut. And a robber makes Samantha very unpopular with their neighbors. Joe just hit his head on the laptop that's between us, and I think he might have put his eye out.
0: It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's <laughs> I'm so sorry to interrupt your.
1: <laughs> it's fine. I realize. It doesn't matter. It's fine. I realized that, like, it was the attention was off of you for one second. You had to do something.
0: <laughs> I, it's very unconscious that I would do that. <laughs> that's just how my body needs recognition. I'm it's... depressed. Pay attention to me. No, I'm depressed. Pay attention. All of them, so I. We're both depressed. That's why we started a podcast so people would have to listen to us.
1: <laughs> it's true. No, so I have, I made a realization lately, because um, I was talking to Jess and oh by the way just had her baby she had her
0: fucking baby oh my god that baby is gorgeous and
1: i got to see him today and i forget exactly how the line goes i'm sure you'll you'll correct me but it's like my my face is clear my crops are like that whole like line he's so amazing he's magic He already has, like, full range of motion on his neck, which most newborns are like, what's a neck for so (laughs) long? And he's totally like, no, I am lifting up my neck. I'm doing things. He's eight days old. It's nuts. He's amazing.
0: He's ridiculous. Not to take it away from the subject and bring it right back to me because we stopped talking about me. (laughs) But I just wanna let you know that when I smashed my face on this laptop, I forgot I had a bruise right where I smashed my face. Aww. Because while we were filming in the little downtime that I had, me and my friend were like laying down in the under the covers because it was fucking cold. Mm-hmm. And we were laying down in a corner of a room. Mm-hmm. And when it was time to get up, we got up frantically because we had been like sort of sleeping but not sleeping. Mm-hmm. So we we're just out of it. And when I turned to get up, I pulled my groin. And it hurt so fucking bad so then I lean forward and be like, ow, I need to defend myself. And I smashed the corner of my forehead into a damn fire extinguisher.
1: Oh, and, no. And like, there was like three
0: witnesses and they're like, Are you okay? <laughs> Are you dead? You <laughs> almost like you just fucking God. killed yourself on accident. I was like, I feel it. And then Emily was like, "Everybody outside!" I was like, "I'm gonna run. I feel nothing." Oh my and I had a, smi- like a minor bruise, and I just hit in the same place. And I was like, "Oh, wow. fuck my life. It's okay. God's dead." <laughs> oh, Jesus Seth. whipped.
1: Not just not to bring it back to my original story, but <laughs> um, Jess and I were were talking, and and I was trying to think of things to do with. Um, A guy that I used to see and now we're friends and I'm like, I need to have the most um, non-sexual outing as possible Mm -hmm. because he has a girlfriend now and I'm not trying to like intrude on that. Like he needs to do what he needs to do, but I also would like to be friends with him. And she's just like, just do what you do like with your girlfriends. And I thought about it for a second and I was like, I don't. I don't have friends. I have projects. <laughs> and so literally three of my projects this weekend ended after 41 straight hours of me being awake. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. so I woke up this morning without a project and got super depressed. So I'm glad we're doing the podcast because <laughs> I was just like, fuck everything. Like I, I tried to go out. I tried to be productive. It didn't happen. I said, fuck it. I came back home. I got back in bed. Like, I was
0: done. So super sad. That's the weird thing about projects. Like, you're always like, oh, I can't wait for, like, me to have accomplished this thing.
1: Mm -hmm. And for it
0: to be a final product. But while you're doing it, you fucking hate every minute of it. You're like, I just want to go home. I want to take a nap. I want to catch up on these things that I'm, like, super busy for and I can't. Mm -hmm. And then it's over. You're like yeah there is nothing left of me and
1: it's so so um i was listening to michael rosenbaum's inside of you podcast Mm -hmm. and he just had zachary levi on and he said something really really interesting about something his therapist said i believe where he says listen you have one foot in the future one foot in the past and you're pissing on the present (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, that's so true. So many people don't live in the present and don't enjoy things for what they are in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I decided I'm going to be try and be better about that.
0: I want to know what that means because I've only seen caricatures of both sides. Because in TV, we constantly see the people who are just living in the moment and not thinking about their future. And then usually it's them being partnered with someone the other person's like, Why don't you care about the future? Why aren't you saving money? Why aren't you thinking about us moving in together? Why aren't you thinking about buying a house and all these things? The person's like, I'm just trying to chill. But it's that person that's always seemed like it's the person who's wrong. Mm. And then in my life, I just know a bunch of people who are setting things up for themselves in the future, so they aren't really in the present. So I'm just like, what does that mean? To be in the present. How do you enjoy something now, but also be preparing for the future and also don't forget about your past? How are you a well-rounded person with time?
1: I think that it is more a matter of just appreciating what you have now in addition to working towards the future. Like, I don't think that it's necessarily anything that you have to give up. Just something that you have to understand Mm -hmm. that what is happening to you right now is awesome and cool and you need to just enjoy it. Okay. And I feel like... So I had a conversation with a friend this morning um, about how she's she's totally freaking out because she had a really nice couple of dates with a guy and they slept together and he hasn't texted her in a couple of days. Fucking dickbag. But here's the thing. Like... He has he told her that he was really busy. Mm-hmm. That he just he has a really crazy schedule right now, and guys aren't really super great about texting back <laughs>
0: either.
1: So she's freaking out, and I like it's not the time to freak out. Now is the time to say I had a really really good time with this guy, and I'm gonna ride that high for a while, and maybe on Thursday. If he still hasn't texted you, then maybe start to feel like shit. Mm -hmm. But for now, you should be riding the high of good sex and potential for a new relationship. I dig that. So I think it's more of, like, that kind of living in the moment, rather. Like, because people worry about the future a lot. And it's more of an immediate future like that. Where they're like, what if they don't call me? Then what? You know, then I have to start all over again? Should I just say, fuck it, and they just get so wrapped up in thinking about what the future holds that they're not going, hey, I had good sex.
0: But then, if you're not worried about the future and just focusing on what you have in the present, are you a slut? Like one of the girls in this episode.
1: I don't know. Let's get into it.
0: Let's fucking get
1: Let's into fucking it. dig into it. So let's start with Carrie, because...
0: Let's not start with Carrie, because she has the most going on for herself. Let's okay. talk about Charlie, because that's over in two seconds.
1: okay. So Charlotte
0: <laughs> Sorry, her thing was just completely unnecessary.
1: I think that Samantha's story was pretty unnecessary, but we can get into that.
0: It as was well. unnecessary, but if you were gonna put it in, at least they gave her some flavor. Or Fair. Charlotte, you're like, Ooh, what? Okay. Matter. Charlotte. So, well, let's she, get into it. Yeah, this.
1: let's just get into it. So Charlotte um, <clears throat> is seeing a dude and they had sex for the first time and as he came, he said, You fucking bitch, you fucking whore. Which is kind of hard talk. <laughs> and,
0: Just a little. And
1: maybe, maybe you should like, he, to be fair, he doesn't realize that he does it until she calls attention to it. Mm-hmm. Which I honestly thought was like, that's probably pretty true. I think a lot of guys get lost in the moment when they're about to come or if they're really enjoying sex. Am I wrong or right about that?
0: I am always very, very focused on what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the main reasons why I'm not a big sex person because I can't I can't appreciate it. You can't be in the moment cuz <laughs> so I'm like am I do I look good? Do I still look attractive? Is this person going to look over and find me in a weird ugly angle and then be repulsed? Okay, no. So I have to make sure that everything's good. I have to make sure that my breathing's okay. I'm not trying to make I'm not trying to make weird sounds, which is a problem cuz I also like for some reason I gained the habit of like holding my breath or like doing breath play.
1: <laughs> so then
0: every now and then like air will just escape my mouth and it'll sound weird. Or like yeah. a burp will accumulate and I'll try to not I'm like, oh my god, it's a fucking burp. I don't wanna let it go. Yeah. So I'm always just like worried about all these different things that I'm doing. So I think I'm very aware of myself. Hmm. But that I wanted that I wanted to know that about other people too. Like, has there ever been a weird moment where like someone called you on and like, what was that?
1: I so I've had two guys I have been giving a blowjob to that have said I love you <laughs> who did not love me none of those was, <laughs> was the man that I was actually married to
0: mm-hmm.
1: he never said that while I was going down on him the two other guys that I've slept with have said it and it was obviously a heat of the moment situation because clearly Neither one of them actually loved me. Mm-hmm. Which is what leads me to believe that guys don't know what the fuck they're saying during sex. That's fair. And that's just a personal Do you think that's experience. only guys or do you
0: think that's girls too?
1: I don't know because I'm kind of like you in the sense that I'm like, I am really watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I thought that I was being... Like, when I'm having sex and when I am a little, like, drunk and I'm having sex, like, I think I tend to be really loud. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that's just based off of the fact that when I was married, he kind of was like, you need to keep it down. And so I assumed that I was loud when I was having sex. And then one of the guys that I have had sex with, when we were kind of talking about it, he was just like, meh, you mean... You get a little bit louder, but you certainly don't get loud. Interesting. And, like, I, I mean, I know that I make different noises than I normally would because but. sex. But I I don't think that I say anything weird or do anything weird because I'm more of a controlled type of person. But I could be wrong. <coughs>
0: If you're listening and you've ever slept with me or Paige, please write in. <laughs> let us know what the fuck that we do is weird. There you go. But it, I don't know. I think it's, I if it were to turn out that I said something weird, I would just lose all grasp of my understanding of myself because I feel like I'm very in tune with myself. Mm. And even when I try to talk during sex, I'm always like, okay, what would sound good here that isn't forced, that isn't fake, that isn't mm. me, yeah, but would still be appropriate and give the right, like... You're doing a good job, buddy.
1: Yeah, and I was I was with a guy once. We didn't have sex, but we were like did a lot of fooling around. Mm-hmm. And he was so into verbalizing everything. And I'm one of those pers- I'm just one of those people where I'm just like, yes, I made a noise to signal to you that I'm having a good time. I don't need to be like writing a dissertation on it at the same time. Like I don't like. Having to use so many words while I'm having sex, I'm like, yeah. just shut up and enjoy the sex, yeah, but he was very, very much into the words, and like I really tried i like I did. I tried my hardest, but it just felt so fake, yeah, it feels so forced and so fake to be like. Oh, yeah, baby. That's so amazing. I
0: want you. I need you.
1: Right there. Ooh. Like, I
0: can't. Ah, no, I don't I like I can't do it. I, I, um, I try to go for things that sound nice. Like, not vulgar. I hate uh, the vulgarities during sex. I don't know why. It makes me so uncomfortable. People are like, fuck, yeah. Like, this feels fucking great. I'm like, can you not do that, please? Yeah. But, um, like, especially with me and my boyfriend. Sorry, TMI. <laughs> but, like, I always, like, let, let him know that I'm appreciating him. So, I'm like, you're beautiful. Mm. Or I fucking love you. Mm. And it's not that, like, it's a hiding place and I wouldn't say it otherwise. Like, tell him all the time. Right. But right, sometimes I'm like, I just want to let you know that I'm here and I'm connecting with you. And thank you very much for what we're doing.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the way that it should be. But I think when you're having out-of-relationship sex, mm. that it might be a little bit different. And I think that Charlotte thinks that every single man that she's had sex with is a relationship, and it's not.
0: She's an idiot. So then what happens to her? Tell us what happens.
1: So she calls him out on it, Mm -hmm. and is like, you you keep saying this, and he he has no idea, and he tries not to, and he says it anyway, and ends up in therapy, and they break up. (laughs) And that's so sad.
0: So it's the rule of three. It happens once, and then she's like, what the fuck? But she Mm -hmm. does talk to him about it the second time she calls him out or he she, she calls him out mm-hmm. and then he's like oh I'm so sorry Like, I don't mean any disrespect mm-hmm. and they're going for it and she's like you can go a little harder he's like I'm afraid of coming she's yeah. like why and he's like eh, eh. And she's like you can do it and he's like you fucking bitch you fucking whore and, and then in the, the fact
1: th- that it's the exact same wording too is a little strange
0: that's some shit that's some Freudian shit mm-hmm. and then for the third time she's going for it and then he calls her a fucking bitch and fucking whore but the second he's like you fucking bitch, you fucking whore. Then he, he finishes it. As he's finishing, he's saying, I hate myself. Ah, and then just lays down on the bed.
1: Yeah, and awkward.
0: Like, uh, I'm going to go see a therapist. It's like, oh, man, poor Charlotte.
1: Yeah, it's embarrassing, but also sometimes she deserves this. I'm like, you do this to yourself. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Charlotte, shut the fuck up.
0: All right, so Samantha's so, next.
1: Samantha, second... Most boring, but which because I, I realized it now, and
0: I was like, "Bruh!" Like it, there was a concept there, but then they it just elongated well- it yeah, for a while. Because I think yeah. she was the second most important person in this thing, or like relatively time wise. Mm-hmm. But her story didn't go anywhere either.
1: Yeah, it really didn't. So she has a booty call at three or two a.m. Um, and has a good time, theoretically. And then the next day uh, she realizes someone in the building had gotten robbed. And of course she says, well, how did they get in? You know, we have a doorman. They're like, the doorman was off duty. Which first of all, like I live in Reno, Nevada. And I always have a doorman like 24 seven. What's wrong with you? And
0: at the point to living in a good place, like.
1: You yeah, just have the doorman. Yeah, that's Maybe it's, thing. like, for
0: old people, and they just don't assume that old people are going to have any visitors after, like, 6 p.m.
1: Yeah, but it's not a retirement village. It's a fucking building in New York City. Like, they should have one 24-7. But I don't know anyway, how that country works. I don't know how New York City works, but I think that not having an on-duty doorman, doorman is dumb. So... Uh, Apparently she lets in her fuck buddy and the person who did the robbery followed in behind him, like caught the door, which happens all the time. And it's interesting because I know that they're not as friendly in New York City, Mm -hmm. but so I don't think that he would necessarily notice that somebody came in behind him. But like in my building, I know there's tons of people that are just like, oh, you coming in? Here, let me hold the door open for you, even though I have no idea who you are. Like, I've it would be... i
0: never, ever, ever had that experience in your building. Really? When people are walking in, people look at me, and they're like, oh, you have to punch in. Really? I was like, and that's why I hate everybody in this building. No. <laughs> like, you guys are fucking dick. Even the people, like, because, like, several of the doormen know me.
1: Yeah, as they, well, they should They see me here
0: all the time. Yeah. And they always make me punch in your code, and they always make me sign the book, which I get you're trying to take care of your job and your safety, and that's your job for sure. But I was like, "Bruh,
1: help me the fuck out." You know me. I call them false sense of security guards, <laughs> but clearly they're doing their job, so that's nice to know that I'm not like You're just completely welcome. exposed.
0: And go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> go fuck
1: yourself. <laughs> I and I the neighbors that Samantha have are like older and so they're way more judgmental about her having all hours visitors which i think is really funny because i mean i don't know that any i don't i barely know the people on my floor like i know a couple of people on my floor i know that they live on my floor and around where they live but i it, nothing is like so ridiculous that anybody would be like you're always here with a different man like i worry about it sometimes mm-hmm. that someone's judging me for something like i'm not gonna lie there have been times when i've been dating multiple guys and i'll have some of them drop me off in the back alley and some of them drop me off in the front alley so that they don't you're think bad. that i'm a whore <laughs> you're bad which is funny because i don't sleep with any of them but like I just always feel, like, really weird about it. Mm -hmm. And we have one um, door woman who is judgy as balls about everything. If I'm here, if I'm walking into the building at 12.01, she'll be like, good morning. And I'm like, you can
0: fuck off right now. You can go suck a fat fucking dick, Edna. Get out of here. And
1: you know what's really sad? I'm such a bitch. But as I was, um leaving for uh, spending the night at the hotel during Valentine's Day, I saw she was working, and I was like, ha!
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking asshole. (laughs) I'm such a bitch. I'm a bad person. (laughs) I'm mean. (laughs) I'm telling the police. (laughs) (laughs) You're mean.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, so Samantha, I love Samantha's line, (coughs) uh where she was like they're just super like judgmental like they're all looking at me like i'm fucking stein (laughs) which is great and and carrie's like you can't move like it's rent controlled apartment and she was like it's not rent controlled it's life controlled and i agree to a certain point like you have to be willing to just spend the money to be happy somewhere else yeah like I would not be happy if that was the way my building was set up. But thankfully, my building like I have never had anybody be like, you have all these men over all the time, and nobody cares, nobody notices. That's the
0: kind of shit that I like, yeah. but also noticeable enough where you're, where if you go missing or you get murdered, someone notices. Yeah, that's my type of relationship. People are like, we don't have to know each other. You don't have to know my fucking name, but just be like. Yeah, you know what? Usually he's like this. Yeah. But I didn't see him recently, and then the police will know.
1: <laughs> I love it. So that's, yeah, that's all I have on Zam. I think she's. My think favorite it thing about Samantha
0: this time is when she tries to confront the people who. the women in her mm-hmm. building. Yeah. She's like, if you have something to say, say it to my fucking face. Because they're all like gossiping together. Mm-hmm. And then each of them is like, okay. Well, we don't fucking like this about you. You're a whore. Every time you come in, people, this, 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 this. And Samantha just looks shocked and then runs away.
1: Yeah. It's like uh, Samantha. I, she, there's so many times where I'm like, this is not true to her character. Like, I don't know who's writing this goddamn episode, but this is bonkers. Like. I
0: just thought it was fucking hilarious. It was. So I say it to my face. And then like, fuck you, bitch. And she's uh, like. (laughs) uh, That's me though. (laughs) I I feel it. That's fair. So then she ends up moving to the meet.
1: Meatpacking district,
0: which is like, okay, which
1: I mean, it like solves the problem, but I just love that uh, the voiceover with Carrie is like, Where the men were
0: women, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I liked it. Who's next?
1: Miranda, let's talk about Miranda. I so Miranda has an STD,
0: it's chlamydia,
1: it's chlamydia, it's the clap. So. oh i just
0: got flashbacks from set <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so funny did you just get like <laughs> did you just get like in the back of like your head audio rolling <laughs> yeah camera thanks steve rolling.
0: audio Sound audio. Speeding. audio steve was great bro fucking let me tell you that i want to be spit roasted by tyler and al oh damn I was here for everything they were doing and That's the power fair. plays that they were in.
1: <laughs> and I
0: only could watch because she was also fucking part of that power dynamic.
1: I um went to college with Al <gasps> and he is so sweet.
0: Yeah, he fucking is.
1: I love him so much. His um he's married to his high school sweetheart.
0: Oh no, he's beautiful. And they're so
1: cute together, and I'm just like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. I
0: love him he's so sweet I can't that made him better I hate don't give me interesting facts about people you need to shut me down from people
1: <laughs> and he's <laughs> and he's not into having sex with other people except for his
0: wife there <laughs> there was um there was a person in the cast who just took me by surprise mm-hmm. because I had pegged them as a certain type of person mm-hmm. and then as I was talking with them I was like oh you're actually you know things you get things you understand things you're aware? That's super cool and interesting. And then I was just talking them up to my group of little girlfriends that I had made. Mm -hmm. And then one of them was like, he tried to explain to me that man spreading wasn't or mansplaining wasn't a thing. And I was like, there it is. Okay, cool. That's what I needed. Thanks.
1: He's he's back. He's
0: back. I think I know who it is.
1: (laughs) Oh, really?
0: Oh, first of all, I can talk shit about the one that you think it is.
1: Right. Everybody
0: can. Oh, man, I was such fake friends with him. It felt delicious. (laughs) But the yeah. That yeah. one. Yeah. Because oh, I pegged him exactly as what they had cast him as. And I was like, bruh. And I was like, oh, he's a little... Well, a little not not, not exactly. like
1: Yeah. But not the, yeah. Not the yeah. major bad. But
0: mm-hmm. just the aura. hmm And I was like, yeah, they fucking got it. And I was That's talking with him and I was like, oh. And then he, we were talking about something and I was explaining polyamory to a group of people and he was like asking questions. He was into it. And then Aww, he was the geez. one who understood it or it resonated with him the most. And so it's like, Oh, I can understand that. Because obviously, like, you set up the rules and the context, there's no need to get jealous because you have that trust and you set that up. And everyone else was like, no, but how do you not get jealous? He's like, Aww. well, you wouldn't. And I was like,
1: oh, what? That's so cute. And
0: someone was like, he tried to mansplain to me that mansplaining wasn't a thing. And I was like, thanks.
1: Okay, but also, let's keep in mind that it's a whole bunch of, like, early 20s, like, late teens people in this group. They have a lot of growing up to do. And so that's and literally that's the only thing that kept me sane on this set because otherwise I would have been like, is this the fucking
0: real world? Y'all need to shut up. Also, I convinced them that I was 32 years old.
1: Yeah, you asked me to lie for you. (laughs) And I was like, I'm so not going to lie for you on this.
0: It was the dumbest thing because I said it as a joke and Mm -hmm. there was no possibility for anyone to believe me. Except for they all did because they're all young and. I was Not, dumb.
1: Yeah.
0: But then, as a joke, he started playing along with it, him and our makeup person. Uh-huh. They started playing along with it. But because I'm fantastic at just bullshitting people, I was like, well, this. Well, this. Well, this, 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 this. <laughs> and they tried to get me on several things. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I just have this knowledge, so here it is. This is the year I was born. This is what was popular around that time.
1: Right. Yeah, because well, you're going to know that because you're knowledgeable about yeah. that
0: stuff. And then he was like, that's... I don't believe you. And I was like, okay, cool. And, and then like, you he, don't have to, but Hootie and the Blowfish is the best band of all bitch, time. Bitch, <laughs> bitch. And then I was like, okay, we're done. But every now and then he would just approach me and he was like, no, there's no fucking way. So just that like 1% of doubt, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? There's absolutely no way. And he was just stuck on it the entire time. Oh
1: my God. And I was that's like, so cool.
0: God, this is so fucking funny. This is great. <laughs> and then on our final day, I was talking about something. Oh, to our makeup woman who also believed that I was 32. <laughs> and then Shout out to Grace. I love I her. I love you, Grace. <laughs> and I know that she doesn't believe it, but she played along with it, and yes. that helped the doubt in the other guy. <laughs> and he was there and I was like, Oh, you fucking old people, because she didn't get something about Snapchat. No. She's like, You're older than I am, shut up. <laughs> and I walked away, and the other guy was like, That's it. I believe him now. He's <laughs> 30 fucking two years old. <laughs> I was like, you, You're like dumb.
1: Oh, Dumb. They're
0: cute. No, I was over all the all those straight, aggressively straight, loud boys. Okay. I was like, "Bruh, this is not my circle. <laughs> you need a backup." And then I was talking to all the alt girls because that's definitely my crew.
1: Yeah, you you bonded. There's a lot of bondage going on there. Bondage. Bondage. <laughs> I love it. <that. laughs>
0: And the um, boy that I fell in love with the most, I figured out was in high school, and I was like, God damn it. I can't do any of these, um, but he's great.
1: The boy that I fell in love with was dumb and didn't know. Didn't know that, that, um, that, that yeah, that anybody was hitting on him at all. And I'm like, well, that's depressing. Well, so, that's
0: depressing. Oh, well. So, okay, so um, Miranda. She's so, got yeah, the so
1: Miranda's got the clap.
0: Oh, that was like Warbler night, and it came back again.
1: 159. Um, <laughs> so, so, she. I, she's super embarrassed, and I understand that she's super embarrassed, but the fact that, like, the doctor had to tell her that she needed to go through and start calling people, I get that it was the 90s, but how did she not know that that was what she needed to do?
0: Here's the thing. People still don't recognize that that's the thing to do.
1: That's sad.
0: It's... And I, I want to know what it is, because, like, obviously that makes sense for us, but people are like, oh, I have this std i need to take care of myself and it's not that they're bad people it's like oh okay i need to protect myself and make sure that i don't pass it on to other people mm-hmm. and this is this is this, this, this it's the reverse that people just it doesn't click yeah it's and i don't so know weird. why i yeah i don't so i was like where do you you well, got it from someone mm-hmm. you realize that yeah
1: well and then she was just like well i haven't been tested in a while and i'm like why aren't you being tested in between partners bitch bitch like every
0: I, three to six months get tested
1: yeah, like every three to six months, or I can see if you're only having sex
0: with one person. I back to my fear of me getting an STD just from using public bathrooms. I know that's like an irrational thing, but that is my biggest fear. So I will keep getting tested. I have been with my partner for two years, and my ass is going to keep getting tested because that is scary. You
1: know what's really funny? What? Is that the irrational fears of males versus females is hysterical. You guys
0: have actual rational fears? No, we have oh.
1: we have irrational fears. Like what? Like, if our period is late, even if we haven't had <laughs> sex in nine months, we think we're pregnant. <laughs> Legitimately. Because there's that whole, like, I didn't know I was pregnant thing. Yeah. And they, like, spotted, and so they thought that they were having real periods the whole time, and then out popped a baby.
0: A fucking baby.
1: Like, we didn't have sex on valentine's day Mm -hmm. but we fooled around a lot and i'm worried (laughs) i shouldn't be worried at all there's no reason for me to be worried at all but like there is like a legitimate point where i was just like well it could happen like maybe he's really fertile maybe they're jumpers i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like it's so it's so it's an irrational fear but like i have it it's fucking
0: hilarious every single time i'm like pooping in a public bathroom and my penis accidentally touches the toilet i'm like this is it i have gonorrhea chlamydia the clap, hpv times three and cancer
1: if i was sitting on a public toilet and i had a penis i would be holding it when i pooped
0: but then you have to pee then
1: pee first and then sit down
0: in I a public, public I just in let a public, it all
1: go. Okay, but then you're going to get gonorrhea. Yeah, I know. That's
0: why it's my biggest fear. <laughs> but then you also can't, like, it's very, I don't know if it's a problem for anybody else, but your genitals have to be in a certain position for you to poop comfortably. Really? Yeah, like, it's my, I'm going to do it for Paige just so Paige can see, but obviously you guys can't, but I'm going to try to explain it. Do
1: you need to use my squatty potty? No, to no, do no. It? I'm just
0: going to show you now. <laughs> like, every time you go, you have, to have, right. have enough room for your testicles and, like, Penis to go back a little bit. Okay. So when you sit down, you don't get like the skin stuck against your thighs because okay. you want to let everything dangle.
1: Yeah. And
0: if like your scrotum ever gets stuck to like the sides of your thighs or your penises, mm-hmm. one, you're gonna piss on yourself. So you want to make sure that that's a way But then you'd like. Now I'm comfortable and I'm set. Because if anything like gets here, you're like, this. Well, this is I'm also squishing my nuts and it's also weird. Like you have to make sure everything's down. You
1: got And then you pose, gotta tuck it. And then you're ready. That's fair. Yeah. I'm that is the the one of these singular things <laughs> that and we were talking about this on set weren't we where um, like when you're really cold but you have to go to the bathroom and then guys have to hold their junk to pee and like that's super uncomfortable and like those two things are the only two things where men have it worse
0: I just sit down to pee
1: that's fair but also, that's a cold. And if it splashes and then the whole gonorrhea thing, like, it's a
0: roughie. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pick and fucking choose. It was the funniest thing. We were filming on the day where we had to be outside in the fucking snow for, like, four or five hours. Oh, my God. And then I had to go take a pee break. And there was barely penis left. Because it was so fucking cold. Fair. And then my hands were cold, and I was like, this is bad. Okay, and then I'm gonna sit down and pee. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Take care of this. And then I went, and someone else came or went to the restroom after me, and they came back, and I was like, how'd it go? He's like, bro, ah. I can't find my fucking dick. Oh. It's so bad. And I was like, yeah. I like this. This is fun.
1: This is fun.
0: <laughs> Give me oh. this fucking snow. Get
1: me out of this snow. Oh, it was cold. So um, then. So then Miranda. So yeah, so Miranda has to go back and like find out everybody that she's had sex with. Um and she's making the calls and it's embarrassing and um poor Steve tries to hit on her one night and she's like I can't tonight. I have chlamydia. <laughs> Which so awful and he's like I don't know what that is, but it sounds serious. I'm like you don't know what the fucking is, Steve? How old are you? That you don't know what STDs are. It's, How bad is the sex education in New York City?
0: It didn't sound real. He like, was, for it to be Steve to say that.
1: See, and I feel like somebody who is not familiar with Steve's character wrote this episode. Because it is very out of character for him.
0: Yeah, because I feel... So then Steve, it he gets convinced to go get tested despite him not liking doctors. Which, that, that part, I can see tracking. But just as I know Steve, because he's my close best friend, right? I feel like he'd be like, no, I'm going to take care of myself and take care of my body. Even if I don't like doctors, like, obviously I'm going to go take care of everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's Steve. So getting this Steve was a little weird. But when he finally goes and the doctor's like, all right, you have to, like, show me your genitals. And Steve's like, no, I just need to get tested. And the guy's like, I have to swab the inside of, like, your urethra. Your urethra. Your urethra. Your urethra. <laughs> urethra. <laughs> Um, and then Steve's like, eh, eh, what? And I was like, it's sounding. You're fine. People do it all the time for sex. It's fun.
1: Fair. But also, is that really a standard of STD testing for dudes? mm
0: mm-hmm. Maybe not the standard. It depends on what you're going in for. Because I know those, if you're checking for lesser things. Okay. They yeah. don't have to get in there.
1: Yeah. Well, because as women, we need to have a blood test But we also need to be cracked open like a walnut and swabbed as
0: well. With the fucking...
1: Yeah, with the duck lips.
0: Shut up. That's That's fucking hilarious. That's what they call it. I hate it. I would hate being a person with a vagina.
1: There... Yeah. There is nothing worth... Like, just think of it... Think of it with your butthole instead. Okay. And, like, having something inserted in there and then hearing the... (laughs) Of opening... (laughs) And no. feeling that no, it's awful. It's so so awful. I, you that's
0: terrible because you can't even clench to like defend yourself. No,
1: you can't. You have to relax, otherwise it's going to just hurt even more.
0: I'm going to try to introduce lips into the bedroom. See what happens.
1: Challenge, watch out.
0: <laughs> Chal- watch out. Run. Like we're just being cute, doing some light kissing down there, and then I like, hear is <laughs> This is Wilder should not be <laughs> allowed to record this podcast. Yeah, this, is, this shouldn't
1: see air, but that's okay.
0: But then fucking Miranda's calling all the people she's ever slept with. Which back to the theme of are we sluts? Mm. She her list is really really long.
1: Yeah, and she's I, the she novel. writes down on, at one point she's like guy from Delhi question <laughs> mark.
0: God fucking bless. I was
1: like, oh god, that's that's embarrassing. That like is like legit hearkening back to reality bites. When Janine Garofalo is like writing all of her conquests down, and she just like can't remember the name of the dude she literally just slept with.
0: Do you have your number stored in your head, or do you have to count when I, someone asks you for it?
1: I have my number stored only because it's not that high. Because mm-hmm. I was married for 10, 11 years, and I was in that relationship for 13 years Mm -hmm. and so i just haven't had the opportunity to fuck a shit ton of guys because that was my my 20s i spent married Mm -hmm. so i don't need to like i don't even need to think about it it's it's three that's all that it is hell yeah do you
0: have a number i do have my number and is it steve level embarrassing no no which is weird because people always think that my number is super super high, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and then I'm always like, okay, well, what's the qualifier? Is it people that I have fooled around with? Is it people that I've had penetrative sex with? Okay. Is it people where oral sex has been performed? Because hmm. all three of those are, was that three or four categories? Whatever, mm-hmm. all those are different numbers. True. Someone's like, so, so where are, where are we going? But then if it's the penetrative sex, i was like, bruh.
1: Three, yeah, I would say that it was penetrative sex. Three, okay. because, well, I mean, even if it wasn't penetrative sex, that only like raises my number by like maybe one,
0: two. Oh, no, mine goes up a little, a little, a little
1: bit, bit more. more. <laughs> it's goes up by the s coach. But um, it's definitely not forty-two. Yeah, forty-two is it seems like a lot, but I know people. That said that they got to, like, 100 and legitimately just stopped counting. And that was years ago.
0: Those people are interesting, because I'm not trying to shame anybody. I actually legitimately think those people are interesting. I'm like, the fact that you can have that confidence in yourself to, like, be able to, like, sleep yeah, with like that many that people. that many
1: people have seen you naked? Yeah. That freaks me out.
0: Like, people have seen me naked, but mostly through images. And that's images that I have taken, because I can control that image. Mm-hmm. I can put out what people see of me. But then having to be intimate with someone, like... And I, it, I've i never had a one-night stand. Or... And I've never had sex with a stranger. It's people that I have built up a relationship, a relationship with. Even mm-hmm. if it's not a romantic relationship with, it's enough to be like, okay, yeah. I trust you enough with my body.
1: Yeah. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's been pretty much the, the same. And I actually... Um, I had the opportunity to explain to somebody what demisexual meant uh, when we were on set and having completely inappropriate conversation but it was all consensual so it was okay <laughs> he's just like I don't understand the whole like demisexual thing and I'm just like I'm just, the, what it really comes down to is I'm not just gonna fuck anybody mm-hmm. I can't you know like if there was if there was some guy that I was like okay he's hot, he can get it he can't really get it.
0: Like, Same way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, you, I have to have an emotional attachment to you. I have to find you intellectually stimulating to get to the point where I want to even have you kiss me. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have something going on. Like, that's beyond looks. Right. And, and I wish that I was the other way around. I wish that I could be a slut. That sounds way more fun <laughs>
0: way more fun
1: way way more fun than being like mm, I don't know am I mentally attracted to you because that what, that's what needs to happen first so I wish
0: I had that where mine's more mentally or have that mental whatever mm-hmm. because that would help reduce my number significantly <laughs> and like thankfully with my boyfriend right now I found someone who I am attracted to physically and also I love their fucking brain and then there was one other person who I was attracted to physically, who was not on a level of being an intellectual that I required, and that was part of the didn't work mm. f- between us kind of thing. I was like, ugh. Oh. So and then I felt bad about it, because I'm like, oh, I'm only doing this to try to make myself feel better. Hmm. But every time I see, like, an insanely attractive person, like, someone who's, like, a 13, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, they can get it, as a joke, but if that person were to be like, hey, you want to hook up? I'd be like, absolutely fucking Luly the hell not <laughs> No. Yeah. Don't come near me with your fine-ass body and your fucking good-ass hair and your fucking great-ass fucking everything. Get out of my area. I don't need that kind of damage to my body. Yeah, <laughs> I will, know. No.
1: Yeah, I really, like, yeah, when it comes down to it, I'm like, I will, I will never be that hard up for sex. Mm -hmm. Because I can take care of myself. Yeah. And I know exactly where my points are. And there are elements of surprise that are fun during sex with another person. But if I just want to get off, like, I know how to do it better than anybody else. Boom. So why would I waste my, like, I'd be like, yeah, you're hot. I'm going to fantasize about you doing this to me, but I'm going to do it to myself because that's safer. So, it's just, yeah, it's one of those things. And I feel bad because poor Miranda, uh, who ends up giving, she's calling everybody. And the guy who was, like, just an asshole to her and an asshole to everybody ends up being the one who gave it to her. And he's such a dick about it such a, a such a it. fucking dick about it yeah i have it though like that's any of your business and i'm like it's exactly her business <laughs> you gave her an std and you don't seem to give two shits about that and that's awful i would feel awful
0: if i gave somebody an std that's a fucking dickle. i remember that because i looked at him i was like oh that guy's hot and you're like that's the asshole from like earlier mm-hmm. i was like okay he's still hot and then they write him so well because as the scene went on i was like I'm angry at myself for being attracted to him because he's such a fucking dick. And she's like, so you had it? You fucking had it. Yeah. And you didn't tell me. He's like, you told me never to call you ever again. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ugh. Uh. Yeah. And you know he's never going to change his mind about anything. No, he's because he's a fucking dick. Fucking frustrating. Oh, he's the worst. And I... And she's like, have you gotten yourself checked? He's like, what the fuck? Okay, we don't... You told me to stop calling you. We don't talk for months. I know you're worried about my health. Shut up. And I was like
1: it's a you little... yeah, yeah he's... it's just
0: so frustrating when you can't even like get your feelings out so good for Miranda the fact that she was able to yeah cause there are very very few people where I can't clap back or say something back right where I'm just so frustrated and I'm like ah, why don't you fucking just get it why are you such a, such a fucking dick
1: yeah yeah it's oh so he's such a terrible person I hate him so much so yeah, are so we, that's that's Miranda, are we ready? and so now let's get into Carrie the Slut Monster. I just like saying it. Uh, that's it a sounds
0: beautiful fine. word. It's
1: slut Monster. There <laughs> was
0: a tweet, mm-hmm. and it was so you know how Lady Gaga, her fans are called like the Little Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a tweet about a handic a person who was handicapped who was at one of her concerts, and it's Lady Gaga helps out disabled little monster with this 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 <laughs> and then that's someone retweeted it and they're like, Wow that's fucking rude. Just because he dis- just because <laughs> he's disabled <laughs> doesn't mean he's a fucking monster. And I Laughed harder than One I thought I would Two needed to Three (laughs) was appropriate (laughs) I fucking cackled (laughs) So hard
1: I hate it when something like Strikes me so funny And it's just wrong Yeah And I'm just like I'm going straight to hell Yeah
0: I'm like Bro, I'm on this path of trying to be a good person because I am not, by nature, a good person. It takes effort for me to get there. Yeah. You cannot put this fucking funny shit in front of me because my ass is gonna laugh. All
1: right. Oh, This is so awful. <laughs> yeah, so um, Carrie is still dating Aiden. They've been seeing each other for a week and a half because time has no goddamn meaning in this fucking show. And... How, I here's the thing. If it's been a week and a half. Me. Yeah. How many dates would you have gone on with someone that you just met in a week and a half? How many? That
0: was my fucking question because I was like, she made it seem like they've been trying to get together for like months.
1: Yeah. Well, or
0: weeks.
1: Yeah, because she does that. Because who knows how long she and Big were actually in a relationship because it changed so drastically from episode to episode where it's like how could you do this to me? We've been together for 500 years. Like, it didn't even matter. No,
0: you're lying. But yeah, it was the weirdest thing to me. And I guess it's kind of the point that she brings up later where she was like, oh, I forgot about romance. I was just Mm -hmm. used to sex or hooking up. Because if you're just going to hook up, you do that immediately. Yeah. So maybe in that context, a week and a half, oh, my hair's greasy, seems very, (laughs) very long. Yeah. But I was like, it's not long enough For this to be an issue. Also coming from my perspective, I'm never going to fuck someone a week and a half into our relationship. Not even a relationship because they're just dating at this point.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too is I'm like, that seems really like maybe I'm a prude, but that seems really soon.
0: How are me and you, people who are prude, polyamorous people, who have for the majority of our relationships been in a... One specific relationship. Mm-hmm. Running this goddamn podcast about love and sex. Yeah.
1: We're wildly unqualified. Incredi-
0: <laughs> we don't hook up with people. No. We require certain standards. We require an STD check. We don't fuck strangers. Oh. <laughs> Why are we doing this damn <laughs> podcast? Who said this was okay?
1: Podcast canceled. Sorry, guys. We just realized <laughs> in season three that we don't know what the fuck we're talking about.
0: What's level headed? We're going to be doing the Judge Judy fucking podcast for that no. long.
1: <laughs> Where they're like, she's right. End of podcast.
0: End <laughs> of this episode. Judge Judy, what's correct?
1: Ta da! Join us
0: next week. <laughs> How's your relationship going? Good. I'm still correct in everything I do in it.
1: <laughs> No, we're doing this for our therapy that's true because we work shit out here we're just
0: screaming into the void it's fine and the void's like shut uh, up
1: quiet like, on set <laughs> <laughs> but, Oh, so I love that Aiden's like you know this is I, we're waiting because it's romantic because I'm trying to romance you and she literally refuses to be romanced like she hates it like, shuts the door on him at one point. Like, okay, bye. Yeah, you have to feed your dog. Whatever. And...
0: Sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, there have been so many times where I've been in a relationship and where we've had, like, the potential to hook up and they had to go home and feed their dog. Can you guys just have other people feed your fucking dogs and, like, get laid? Because that's annoying. No! No! If you love your dog so much, then why are you out with me? Go go home to your dog.
0: Because you didn't realize this was going to be a full thing.
1: No, at that point, it was totally a full thing.
0: I guess, but also, I would go feed my dog. Well, actually, me and my siblings are in this beautiful kind of pack, because all of us have pets now. So if at any point someone can't do something, we send a group message... A message in the group message. Mm-mm. Like, can someone go take care of my animal, please, for a second? So they would absolutely do it. But yeah. I would just be like, yo, my dog is cooler than you are. Like, I like you. But I want to go home talk to my fish. So I'm going to go.
1: See, here's the thing. Tell me. At like, at like, at the point you are in your relationship with Challen, would you legitimately be like... So I can't spend the night tonight because I have to go feed
0: my dog. You would have made the plans that. already. <laughs> I'm like I have done that. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> as America because I can speak for all of America. That's my privilege. fucking stop it. <laughs> my dog needs to eat. I get that, but like have somebody else take care of it or realize that like you have the potential to be hooking up with somebody and My dog doesn't get shit. that. My dog just has anxiety. <laughs> Have your dog be watched by someone else. If you can't leave I your have dog
0: alone.
1: They're so cute. I want to meet your dog. Thank you. They're so cute.
0: They're super friendly, but not everyone's just comfortable watching a pit bull. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's people rude. Fucking...
1: I'd watch the shit out of your pit bulls. Thank are you kidding me? You so much. I'd be like, stay away. They're <laughs> mine now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, and my then babies. I can't trust other people because they're going to steal my fucking dog. <laughs> Boom. But Point I... proven. Joe, won America, negative
1: five. I just, it's upsetting because at that point in the relationship, just getting to the point where you didn't want to spend time with me, you didn't think ahead enough to realize that you had responsibilities you needed to take care of before spending time with me. I just don't like it. It, It's upsetting. And I feel like people
0: use it as an excuse. Which is fair, but also because,
1: like you said, if you're going can on a do it.
0: date, how much time do you plan out for a date?
1: How much time? See, and here's the thing: I've never, I've never had a dog, and the only dogs that I've watched have been like the type of dogs that need a lot of personal attention, mm-hmm. and it's my maybe misguided understanding that regular dogs don't need that much fucking attention?
0: They don't, but <laughs> I want to give it to them. But also, a, like my brother. It's my brother and his dog. So if my brother doesn't come home that night. Mm-hmm. It's not just someone to go in and go feed him. It's have, having someone to spend the night with him. Because the dog will like, pit bulls are very, very loving. Spe- mm-hmm. Specifically pit bulls. I can't talk about every other dog, but specific- specifically pit bulls are very, very loving. And they will cause a ruckus if they are alone by themselves for too long, or if it's at nighttime and they have a schedule or, like, a pattern of, like, oh, we're going to sleep at this time, because we do that. Mm -hmm. And then if you're not at home, like, they start to get frantic, and they'll, like, start ripping things up or they'll start pulling at, like, carpet, chipping at the wall, Mm because they're like, something is wrong because they should be here. Mm.
1: So wouldn't you then, in theory... (laughs) Be like, come over to my house and let's spend time over there.
0: No, because you can't bone with your dog in the room. And then you can't close the door and leave your dog outside because the dog's going to cry. So then you don't want a relationship because you have a dog. Yeah!
1: <laughs> you're crazy. Anyways. You,
0: you, you got to make it work. And there are ways of making it work. And there are going to be days where you have to disappoint your dog. <laughs> and it's not that you're actually just... Dis- it's just your dog is the person... Or is the thing that's going to love you the most in the whole world forever. And so whenever your dog is not your number one even for a second the dog is like sad.
1: I just I don't know at some point I feel like I'm being cockblocked by a dog and that's
0: just that's sad true. and
1: unfortunate. But I but. do
0: think you should plan out and have something set up. Oh uh, but it's just weird because I'm like okay so how much time do you plan out for a date? Are you just going out to dinner? Is that two hours? So then you feed your dog before and then you're going to come home later tonight. Okay. <laughs> or you're prone be like oh no what if What if we're going to bone? Okay, cool. Am I spending the night? Yeah. Am I not spending the night? Mm -hmm. So should I plan out like four hours just to like, like go pick them up? We're going to have dinner. We're going to talk a little bit and then bone. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to come home. Or do I be presumptive and realize that I'm going to spend the night at their house and then get someone to spend the night at my house. But then if I don't have to spend the night at their house, I have to come back and then be like, well, thank you for watching my dog. You can go home now. Because me being a person who's like, I'm going to go watch your dog. And then I'm like, okay, I'm spending the night here. I'm all ready. And then if it's fucking 1130 PM and my ass is ready to go to bed and you come home, you're like, you can leave.
1: That's yeah. That's not fair. See? No. Well, okay.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just a lot. And I totally get where you're coming from. It's just like, I
1: I feel like most dogs, like 90% of dogs, you have a dog door for so that they can go outside anytime (laughs) they want to. And that you just, you feed them, and then you leave, and they're okay with you leaving. And if you don't come home until morning, they still have that doggy door, so they can still pee anytime they but want they to. Miss you. And you just get home, and you give them, like, a little run, and they're fine. Like, they're not as, like, I feel like humans think that they're more important in the dog's life.
0: No, I don't feel that, because my dogs will cry.
1: Pitbulls excluded. <laughs> Pitbulls and service animals excluded.
0: Okay, because also I house it for my English professor, and her dogs are very needy too. And it's uh, not a great day, but it's just a giant brown dog and then a tiny furry dog. Mm-hmm. And the tiny furry dog will get hella upset if you are in the house and you are not with that dog. So, how much of that? Is human
1: based though?
0: Oh, it's all human based, but that's why we as humans have to be like fuck. Okay, but,
1: but you know what I mean. Like it's codependency because the humans want it.
0: Yeah, but then you accidentally spoil them, so then
1: so yeah, you can't so take but it now back. All like crazy people are crazy about their animals.
0: I know, and I love it.
1: And like, I love watching dogs. I love dogs. I love cats. I love all animals. But y'all get crazy about your animals sometimes. And it's dumb. (laughs) Like, it needs to stop.
0: I just remember the episode of The Good Place where Kristen Bell is watching that person's dog. And then (laughs) on the last day, because she's watching him for a week, this girl shows up. She's like, girl, I got tickets to Rihanna in Vegas. We have to go. And Kristen Bell's like, no, I'm watching this dog. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, it's Rihanna. Is this dog going to smoke joints topless on stage? And Kristen Bell's like, you're right. And so she sets up uh, doggy bowls, and she's like, this is your food for tonight. This This is is your food food for for the morning. And then she's like, actually, you know what? And then she opens up the entire food bag and lays it on the ground. She's like, this is for an emergency. (laughs) Don't eat it unless it's an emergency. And then she leaves, and then the next scene is the owner of the dog Pulling her fucking dog in a damn wagon. Yeah, because it's too fat. Too fat. Because he's like, a goldfish. Because I was like, How was I supposed to know that he's gonna eat all of it? And yeah. I was like, Fuck. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Dogs are dumb. Dogs. dogs don't have to take care of themselves. Dogs will just do whatever they can to be happy.
1: Y'all are crazy about your dogs. <laughs> Anyways, Aiden does the responsible thing eventually, and when he decides that he wants to stay over at Carrie's, He has someone take care of Pete. Yes. So, good for him. He continues to be the reigning champ of relationships. More than... More than...
0: What? How did I forget his name despite him being our favorite character? Steve. I kept wanting to say Scott or Petey, and I was like, none of those are correct.
1: No, it's Steve.
0: (laughs) Yeah. More than Steve.
1: Like, sound guy
0: Steve. (laughs) Aiden or Steve?
1: I, well, in this episode... Aiden. Oh, yeah. Because Steve is ill-written for this episode for some reason.
0: Steve and any other episode are Aiden. Both. were are probably Amara's bitch. We can do that.
1: Exactly. <sighs> Get it. Um, they're both so
0: cute. They're both so fantastic. They and they're are. both really respectful, really understanding, well-educated.
1: Yes, for sure. Um, and she actually gets nervous when they go to have sex, which I think is really sweet that she does that like and it does when you wait a little bit it means more and i was talking to somebody about this uh today too where i was just like or my friend um that i was talking about from earlier and i was just like how about you just like keep it in your fucking pants for a couple of dates like just to find out if you even like them as a person yeah you know like what if on the third date they're like rude to the waiter you don't want to fuck that you don't want to fuck somebody who's rude you to a waiter. Don't.
0: You don't.
1: Yeah, like, that's a legitimate thing. Like, if you're treating somebody like shit like that, like, and I, I'm i a really harsh judge of character. Like, I, I could say I'm a good judge of character, but in reality, I'm just a harsh judge of character. Yeah. And, like, I just, I can't do it. I cannot be that person who just fuck somebody because you don't know who they are. You don't know what they're about. You know like we were we were on the film set and I was working really closely with a guy who is really sweet and I love him very much. Like he's he's great. And you know I found out like things about him where I was like, "Wow, okay. That's like surprising." And not and I'm not judging him on any of those things, but it was just surprising that that was the way that he was. Mhm. Because I couldn't possibly know him after a few overnights over a few weeks. Right. And so how could you potentially have two dates with someone and fuck them?
0: You don't know who they are. That just doesn't resonate in my world. Not shaming anybody who can.
1: Yeah, if you can, that's awesome.
0: I'm not going to spend this dick on someone who's rude to a waiter. Right. That's a waste of penis.
1: Yeah. It's huge. And, like, why would I... I, Being demisexual, I'm like, no, you have to be a good person. You have to be the kind of person that I like, that I want to spend time with. And that's not the person. Like, and I don't understand people that can do that. I don't either. And after spending only, like, a week and a half dating somebody, I don't understand how Carrie can just be okay with it.
0: It is super cute, though, the way they get it down.
1: It is, it is because Aiden's not an idiot. He's a respectful, nice human being.
0: And he's gorgeous. And he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. There's a scene where they're watching a film together. It's either The Mask of Zorro or Legend of Zorro. We don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Aiden is just looking at the TV, and it's weird, and Carrie's trying to figure out, are they in a, are they dating or are they friends? Boyfriend or friend? Boyfriend or friend? and he sets up something I think for her so it's boyfriend and then he's looking watching TV and then he's like I don't care what anybody says I think Catherine Zeta-Jones is hot and she's like ugh friend but then he leans to her and he's like but not hotter than you and she's like ugh boyfriend, boyfriend. So I'm like you're fucking annoying <laughs> but also then I was like Who doesn't think Catherine Zeta-Jones is hot?
1: Yeah, like, that's the dumbest thing I have ever fucking
0: heard. She She is is gorgeous. so beautiful. Yeah. And her accent is gorgeous. Her hair is gorgeous. Mm Mm-hmm. Her talent is beautiful. I remember growing up watching The Mask slash Legend of Zorro. Mm Mm-hmm. The Haunting,
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: Entrapment. Yes. And those three were my fucking movies. And I was like, dude, Catherine Zeta-Jones is it. Yes. Give it to me.
1: And she had, like, it's not just that stuff. It's also, like, comedy, too. Like, America's Sweetheart, she was hilarious. She's fucking funny. That movie is hysterical. And anyone who hasn't seen it needs to run out and see it right away. Immediately. Because it's fantastic. And she, yeah, there's nobody out there who thinks that Catherine Zeta-Jones is unattractive. It was just the weirdest
0: thing to have, like, segwayed. Not segwayed, but just brought up randomly. Yeah, it was totally weird. It was off. I was like, you're lying. Everybody thinks she's beautiful. Everybody. Yeah,
1: not not damn. Like, anyone who thinks that she's not attractive is just wrong. And,
0: yeah, I respect everybody's opinion. No, I don't. (laughs) <laughs> people have opinions and I can respect the fact that people have opinions,
1: <laughs>
0: but some people are fucking wrong. And if you think that Catherine David jones is not yeah. gorgeous, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Like, how does that feel? Yeah. It must suck because you're blind. Yeah. Not to shit on people who cannot see. <laughs> that came out very ableist and that's not how I intended it to be. I take that back and I recant that.
1: We should just call this like the un-PC
0: episode. <laughs> No, I'm gonna call it. I'm not wasting this dick on someone who's rude to a waiter. <laughs>
1: that's fair. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that that's all the girls. That's all the all the stuff. Super.
0: Oh, and then real quick, just to yes. ties it together, um, when Carrie and Aiden finally decide to do the sex, yep, <laughs> the sex. He spends the night and he wakes up in the morning. They're still cuddling. They're still having a good moment. Mm-hmm. And then Carrie's like, okay. This is fine. He doesn't think I'm misled. He wasn't just here to bone me and leave. Yep. We're in a good place. Yep. And that's the nice part about this.
1: Yes. And that is, I think, what I'm talking about when it comes to living in the moment.
0: Ugh. Oh, she did that. She did. You fucking did that. She, How dare she. Dear
1: she didn't. <laughs> she was not standing with one foot in the past and one foot in the future and pissing on the present. She was in the present. She was enjoying. in the present. She
0: was sitting on that toilet bowl and she made sure her generals were not touching the toilet bowl lid because she put the machine true. in her thighs. She did it She right. did that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... Imagine when we're Oscar winners and fucking You Got winners and fucking Nobel Peace Prize winners and fucking Pulitzer Prize winners. And
1: this podcast just blows up. And, <laughs> and we're like, like, I'm embarrassed. And they're like,
0: so apart from ending World Hunger, <laughs> tell us more about that story about how you take a shit and you're terrified. <laughs> that you digs in a test of the toilet bowl and you're going to get gonorrhea. But it's going to be great because you know what? I'm not a fake person very much, so I would be like, "Very much." Um, I'm very excited to have accepted this board, and I'm very positive about all the work that we're doing. It makes me feel good. But also, dude, that shit's hella fucking real! <laughs> tell, if there's a boy in here, not a boy, if there's a person with a penis in here who has ever touched a dirty toilet bowl, tell me you are not afraid that your dick is going to fall off with some damn gangrene. <laughs> That's what I fucking thought. Thanks. All the
1: dudes with the micro penises don't have that problem.
0: I'm not here to side shame. That works in their favor.
1: No, yeah, I'm just saying, like, they don't have to worry about it touching the bottom of the bowl because it's not going to reach that far.
0: Not even the bottom of the bowl. Sometimes you just sit They're too close the to bottom the edge of the bowl, and you but just like hit the The, top, the yeah. top of the, the water part. Yeah.
1: Yucky. Oh, I had to go to the restroom in a casino bar today. Ew. It has not been remodeled since the 80s. Ew. and That's i'm pretty stuff. sure at that point like they had also bought a lifetime supply of toilet paper <laughs> because it was also original to the
0: 80s no i was like that means it was one ply <laughs> it was half ply
1: ew oh it was so bad i was like i can see through this <laughs> this is like legitimately i'm fairly certain that this used to be a web from a spider <laughs> What is this even? I was Is so this a
0: blouse? Glad.
1: I was so glad that I was in there alone because I literally out loud was like, What is this horse shit? This is ridiculous. I'm like, it is gonna take me a hundred years to go to the bathroom and like three rolls of paper. <laughs> That's why they have so much. Because I'm totally one of those garbage people that uses way too much toilet paper. you
0: fucking nasty.
1: I'm the reason that the environment is going to shit.
0: It's all me. The
1: you should. You should tell the police. please. Also,
0: the entire time, like, af- when you first said it, it didn't resonate. And then afterwards, it did. About your dick touching the fucking toilet bowl water, that's also a terrible feeling.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, they're, they're, that's a terrible feeling. And then having to use your hands to pee when your hands are cold. Oh, Only like two it. things that the dudes like can absolutely have over the women. Somebody on my Facebook page the other day said something to the effect of you girls are ne- will never know how bad it is to be peeing and then have to sneeze and i'm like bitch have you been on your period because that is like world war three it is awful you try and sneeze you sniffle <laughs> you cough
0: you better have work on you, your Kegels.
1: anything. It doesn't even matter. Like, the Kegels doesn't matter because you're, you're not. Oh,
0: yeah, you're just fucking leaking.
1: Yeah, like, it is. I just pee. It's awful. It's super, super awful.
0: But also, that person who posted it needs to recognize their privilege. And the fact that people with penises can pee anywhere. Yep. Anywhere. Like, oh, you're worried about sneezing? okay. You can pee inside a car in a moving vehicle. You can piss on a tree. You can piss on the side of a building, and it's fine. And you don't have to take all your shit off. You like no, you just I'm a big it fan out. of I'm unzip, so unbutton, pulled slightly down. Yeah, but there are some people who are just like no fucking zipper, and that's it. I'm like bruh, if you cover yourself properly, you can literally walk and piss, mm-hmm. and nobody would ever know. Yep. Whereas girls, you gotta take all all they gotta, shit gotta go. Off.
1: Yeah,
0: that's terrible.
1: It's annoying and when you're on your period it is hideous
0: thank you for your service
1: (laughs) you're welcome every single month the fucking worst get a hysterectomy i would do it we'll think i'll think about it
0: doctors for the most part are really really tough about it not to explain to you about women problems (laughs) but <laughs> you're trying to
1: mansplain to me about my hysterectomy? Yeah.
0: Doctors <laughs> are like, well, what are you going to get done for? And then you're like, I just don't plan on using it. And they're like, are you sure? Are you positive?
1: They you- only, technically, they only do that if, um, if it is someone who is of age where they can still have children, they wouldn't give me as hard a time. You can still have children, can't you? As long I
0: was mean, like, 38.
1: Yeah, probably. But, like, all right, my time's up. Let's be real. <laughs> it's over it was so sad because when I was holding Jess's um baby. Jess's baby and I was like talking to her about it and she was just like that's so cute and she's like how are you doing with like you and the the guy that you're dating and I was just like well we had like a fun conversation about about your kid <laughs> this morning um, where he said that you, that because I wouldn't ever want an epidural that he would just take it <laughs> if he ever knocked me up <laughs> And she was just like, that's so cute. You guys are talking about having kids. And I'm like, not really.
0: That's not what this is about.
1: I'm like, Oh,
0: um, because he just likes
1: drugs
0: (laughs) because of just his baby. I was not because of just, but I was in a weird mood at the beginning of last week. Mm -hmm. And it was very humbling to Mm -hmm. know that despite all these positive things, you can still be upset about certain things. True. And I, I was just going through it that day and I was incredibly emotional and I was talking to my brother. He's like, what's wrong? And I was like, can I just dish to you for, like, five minutes and tell you everything? And then we're going to p- move past it? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, of course you can. And I was talking and, like, I was tearing up as I was saying it. And I was like, I'm upset about this. I'm upset about this. This is not going right. I'm upset that this happened. This happened. And then at the end of it, I was like, and... My friend just had a fucking baby, and I think I have baby fever. Me, a person who would never want kids (laughs) my whole life. he's like, are you fucking kidding? I was like, stop judging me. That's not part of this thing. But yeah, I think I want a fucking baby. (laughs) And he was like, okay, you're really going through it. You need to relax and pull back a little bit. I was like, I recognize that now. But it's just in this position where I'm emotional, and I want to hold my baby. My baby.
1: Baby. (laughs) He's a community. He depends on me. He's such a cute community
0: baby. (laughs) And then, like, the next day, or at dinner that night, one of my friends had sent me something about her baby. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, we're doing an arts and crafts project for... For Daddy for Valentine's Day or whatever, uh-huh. and I'd seen that snap earlier, and I was like, "Look, that's fucking cute. <laughs> I can do that with my baby. I can do arts and crafts with my baby." And then she followed up, was like, "This is the finished project and look like shit." And I was nah. like, "Never mind. I don't want babies anymore."
1: Just kidding, babies are terrible. They're terrible. <laughs>
0: and it was like, "Because they're babies. You're supposed they they're, they still need <laughs> them to grow." And I was like. Listen. Right. Listen, originally I said it because I was being petty. Because babies make fucking ugly, nasty things. And if my baby comes home and makes me macaroni fucking giraffe and it looks like shit, I'm going to be like, nah. Ugh, this is terrible. <laughs> but, from a different perspective, see, that's definitely why I can't have babies. Because if that's my reaction, mm. that's super shit to do to the baby. The baby don't fucking deserve that. Baby's doing his best. Even if it looks like garbage. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I felt like that when I was um, spending time with the baby today because I was, like, holding the baby. The baby's great. Love the baby. It's, like, super awesome. Fed the baby. it was like, oh, so cute. And got to the point where I was holding him. And he just, like, lets out this, like, immense fart. And I'm just like, that's beautiful. Also, and, like, we looked at each other. We legitimately, like, he looked at me. I looked at him. And we were like, which was it? was it? Was it a fart or was it? Juicy. You know what I'm saying? Ew, I hate you. No, but we both looked at each other and like we both had a moment together. Like me and the baby were like, Is it though? Was it? Did something happen? And like I waited a minute and I'm like, I think it was a shirt, bud. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was. And he like and he looks at me and he like does another little one. I'm just like totally was, Hey Joe, time to time. Time to take the baby and, and, and change him. And, totally, and Joe was just like, yep, all right. Went, changed the baby, brought it back. And I'm like, all right, give it back. <laughs> and
0: then, and then you just hand it by, like, holding it by a toe upside down. you're like, this is this yours. Is, this
1: needs to be changed. <laughs>
0: and, this is defective. Can I get another one? <laughs>
1: yeah. And, like, near, like, the end of the time, like, our time together, he got, like, a little fussy. And I was just like, well, what's wrong, buddy? And then I was like, oh, you did it again, didn't you? You just didn't make that loud of a noise. And I was just like... <laughs> Hey, Joe, he needs to be changed again. He's like, no, he doesn't. Like, he doesn't need to be changed already. And I'm like, trust me, he needs to be changed. And, like, Joe took the baby and, like, went back to the nursery. And I, like, hear him in, like, the back of the house go, huh, he did. And I'm like, yep, that's all right. (laughs) Like, I know babies. I don't want to change them. But I know know babies. But I know them. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well thank you all so much for listening to another ramble session of me and pages
1: Yay! yeah thank you so much uh, if you want to follow us on all the medias where can they find us you can
0: find us at we swear on chanel on twitter and instagram or you can email us email us at mm-hmm. i couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com
1: and you can find us on facebook i couldn't help a podcast you
0: can find me personally at joe daniel montelongo m-o-n-t-e-l-o-n-g-o Petty Prince Jr. on to Instagram, and B.B. on Twitter.
1: <laughs> and you can also
0: find me on my LinkedIn page, Stop my it. Google Plus page,
1: shut
0: it. <laughs> my YouTube channel.
1: You're, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so you can find me at Page Clarno on Twitter, at Page and Reno Land on Instagram and that is our show so thank you so much for listening and we will see you guys for the next episode next week
0: fuck yeah one more thing
1: well and remember everybody always always wear wear a condom condom. it's not
0: stopping it's It's not not stopping